I'm Andre Bella for Esoterica, a short feature about extraordinary happenings. A friend recently called to say that he had just been to see Carmen at the Metropolitan Opera in New York City. Ah, such cultural experiences. We sometimes have to forego living here along the beautiful rocky coast of Maine. But talk of the Met, where I'd been only once as a young teenager, brought back some memories that I'd love to share with you. My father had a way of always sticking by his friends in hard times, and that included his friend Rudy Petrock, a tenor opera singer from Prague. In the 1950s, Rudy and his ballerina wife had escaped the communist regime and come to the United States. In the early 1900s, my grandfather had also emigrated from Czechoslovakia, and my father grew up speaking both English and Slovak. So when he met Rudy, the two men initially struck up a friendship because they both spoke Slovak. Over the years, Rudy continued his career, often singing at the Met. But Rudy's life took a bad turn when his wife of many years left him. He became severely depressed, and this took a terrible toll on his singing career. That's when Rudy moved into the small apartment in the back of our house, where he gave voice lessons and continued to travel from our house in Connecticut into New York City to try to put his opera career back together. On weekends in the summer, my father and Rudy would make music while sitting on the back steps in their wife-beater undershirts, shorts, and shoes, and socks. How comical I thought they looked. But they were making music. Rudy singing very well, and my father playing his violin very badly. My father used to tell me how much he hated taking violin lessons as a kid. He would hide in the attic when his teacher came. But his mother would always find him, grab him by the ear, and make him play his lessons under the stern and disapproving eye of the wizened violin teacher. I had taken a few years of violin lessons myself, and although I learned the basics, it was quite clear that I would never be a concert violinist. So Rudy and my father spent many hours sitting on the back steps, making music, laughing, and having a heck of a good time and Rudy began to come out of his depression. His career got back on track, and he was singing opera again. One day, my father announced that Rudy had invited us to one of his performances at the Met. What a magical place! There was Rudy on the giant stage, surrounded by gowned, bejeweled ladies, looking magnificent as the Count in his white and gold uniform and sword quite a contrast to his old wife-beater undershirt. The performance was flawless. I remember the thunderous applause of the audience and Rudy taking his final bow before a standing ovation. And the magic continued. Rudy took us to a private party at Stokowski's Manhattan penthouse apartment. As the elevator opened into the personal living room of this famous conductor, I saw the New York City skyline glitter below us, and I knew that we had truly entered the world of the rich and famous. Years later, after Rudy passed away and my father moved to Florida, I asked my dad if I could have his old violin. He sent it to me in its worn and battered case. The bridge had fallen and the hairs of the bow was all broken. 
but the violin came to life again through the magic of a local violin maker. I treasure a small photo I took of my father playing a few notes on his old violin. My father has since passed away, but I have that special violin, the one that taught me that even the biggest challenges in life magically get better through music and friendship. And I've begun to play again, very badly, of course. After all, it's a family tradition. For Esoterica, I'm Andre Bella. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs>